0: Welcome to Lectionary Living, a way of centering around the Sunday readings and applying the scriptures to everyday life. I'm Barbara Lehman. Today I'll talk about the readings for Sunday, June 27th. Sadly, the lectionary has skipped one of my favorite stories Abigail, a woman whose life is a study in how to manage oneself in triangles and how to make a statement through one's own actions no matter where one is in the system. Other classic stories, such as pranks in the enemy camp, a medium and a voice from the dead, throwing of spears at the unarmed, along with the usual raping and pillaging, are also skipped. As Second Samuel opens, David is making remarks about the death of King Saul and his son, Jonathan. Perhaps seeking to raise the vision of the people from the grim circumstances of the time, David skirts the truth, saying that Saul and his son had never been divided. Well, while they might have been great warriors, Saul and his son, Jonathan, had disagreed. Their disagreements were so extreme that Jonathan and David had worked out detailed secret plans to subvert the king's intentions. As David continues to cover up the behind the scene facts, he is answering his own lament, how the mighty have fallen. Each of us, to a person, is vulnerable to becoming a Saul-like character, fooled by an unrealistic view of the world and unable to hear the perspectives of others, who find themselves then using deceit to manage their own lives in families, tribes, and nations all suffer when different subgroups start focusing on their own information, which tends to be less than the full picture available if everyone could contribute to a larger view. At the other end of the spectrum, today's gospel reading is about people with a very realistic view of life and its limitations. There is the leader of the local synagogue, whose daughter was dying, and in the middle of that story, a separate case of a woman who had suffered from vaginal bleeding for 12 years. In a culture where menstrual cycles were thought of as unclean, a woman with a 12-year period was extraordinarily vulnerable. Rules about avoiding sex before and after a menstrual cycle would have made her not only unable to wed, but also, for as long as she bought into the customs around the unclean, ashamed of herself. The exhaustion of her physical disability may have been crippling in one way, the psychological blow in another. Finding her way to Jesus, she touches His clothes and is immediately healed. Jesus, though, notices. He demands to know who has touched Him, and although His disciples try to brush it off as just a close crowd, Jesus starts looking around. At this point, the woman comes to him in fear and trembling, telling him the whole truth. Verse 33. How she must have wanted to hide. The courage it must have taken for her to tell the whole truth in front of the crowd. A person can only look on in awe at this story. At Jesus' awareness of her need for both physical and emotional healing at the self-affirmation that the moment required of her, and of her stepping up to do it. In comparison, the healing of her bodily affliction had been a small thing. There is no going back. Once a person has made herself more fully known, more fully defined to others, one has become a new self, set free by the truth one has acknowledged. In some sense, each of us, from Saul to Jonathan to David to Abigail to every human, has a similar opportunity to affirm the reality of one's own life. First, though, one must step down from the platform of the mighty. Here are some questions to reflect on this week. I use these to focus on what I'm trying to do with my life. After the questions, I close with a verse from the psalm for the week. In the morning, Where might it be useful to me to define myself more fully to others? In the evening, where do I get stuck and unable to see the whole reality of a situation? Psalm 130, verse 6. My soul waits for the Lord more than those who watch for the morning, more than those who watch for the morning.